do it. Do like a Moroccan noise. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the MIC Drop, the podcast where we chat about all issues raised on this week's Made in Chelsea. Uh, now we're obviously back in my apartment, we shot the whole series in my apartment, which is lovely, mm. but the only problem is this table's a bit wobbly. It's because you've done so many podcasts on it. Oh, do, do you know why? It's wobbly because there is just so much work done on it. That's true. That's good. Have you ever actually used this table apart from the podcast? Uh, I've used it once to eat on and that's it. And the <laughs> podcast, that's about it. Welcome to the party. Hey, listen, everyone. We're here with Freddie Brown and Verity. Hi, guys. Hi. Yo. Okay, listen, we've got to get down to business on the podcast because that's why we're here. Now, this week was very juicy. Uh, let's start with the love triangle. Verity, Tristan, and mm. Emily. It's quite the triangle, actually. Oh, so Verity, at the beginning of the episode, you blushed. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me do this again. Why, why are you blushing? <laughs> why are you I've bl- actually, I've learned to control it. Why are you blushing? I'm not. Okay, you sure? Tristan. She has a little bit. What? You, you're not. You're not a. T- Verity. Oh, <laughs> darling, that's so sweet. Do you get embarrassed Did easily? Did I just do it? A little bit. Yeah, you held it. I ha- quite better than last Way time. Way better. Do you get embarrassed easily or no? Not really, but apparently so if you say Tristan's name. Tristan. Start dying. You no, because it's. Stop smiling. I've, stop it. <laughs> that's so sweet. So, wait, do you I, know why? It's because Liv didn't tell me that she'd invited him to the gallery and was talking about him so much, like really bigging him up to up to me. I said I fancied him a little bit. Then all of a sudden just whips out from nowhere that I'll be seeing Tristan like very soon. Oh, so you- So you it's a bit shocked. You, yeah, you get nervous. Totally, I understand that. But what attracted you to him? Mm, just got a good aura about him. Just a like nice- Quite calm and gentle, but is funny at the same time. Yeah. I thought it'd be a bit boring to begin with. That was my only hesitation, but he's not at all. Is he really not? Not at all. Okay, if you had to choose one thing, what's his worst feature? His worst feature? What? Like, personality or how he looks? Either. <laughs> looks. Um, <laughs> Freddie Brown really thought that through. Yeah. Um, Either. Just go. Yeah. Whatever you fancy. He has nothing bad about the way he looks. He looks great. But you, they, they, you guys seem to have really good chemistry with each other. I mean, when you're chatting, you chat about like speaking Spanish to alpacas and your pet Alan, <laughs> the Alan. sheep. Have you not I was about seen to say shup. <laughs> pet Alan the shup. Pet Alan the sheep. I mean, do, you, the sheep. do we all agree that having a, a good chat is a key trait in a potential romance? Yeah, you have to have something in common straight away or you have to find out and figure out what you both have in common. Here we go. You see, I read quite an interesting article the other day which said that it's not necessarily the things that you both like. It's the things that you both dislike is the most important. Oh, interesting. Elaborate on that. Elaborate on that. So as in, uh, for example, one likes tea and one likes coffee. One hypothetical person in this relationship. But you both absolutely hate orange juice. Apparently yeah. both disliking orange juice is the it would be more important, more strong than I get that. I totally agree with you on that. I, I think that's a really good thing. Also because otherwise if you like all the same things you live a life together and you don't have separate lives it's so mm. important to have separate lives so it's good because you're going to do your different things that you like to do but then you will never go and do the things that you both don't like to yeah, do which yeah. is kind of yeah like, that's a really good little thing there I you go Freddie that. Brown mm. I like that so you do you think you and Tristan are compatible yeah I think we're very compatible actually what is this Spanish speaking to alpaca <laughs> I don't actually remember talking about that but <laughs> sounds great you don't remember that no. Okay, then who's Alan the pet ship? 
Sheep. Sheep. Um, he's my pet sheep that lives in the garden in Dorset with my parents. And sometimes when my mum gets drunk, he comes in the house. Verity told me once that she came downstairs. <laughs> she, she heard some noise in the kitchen. She came downstairs and her horse was in the kitchen. My Shetland pony in the dining room. And we looked at each other and we were like, what are you doing here? And he was like, what are you doing here? Like, get out right now. Did, did you just go out after that? Yeah. He was like, okay, Verity, I get what you're saying here. And just sort of no, he did rolled not. on out. He did nodded. That's no, so he did not. He even then said, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse wow. me. Wow, I've really in, stepped over the line here. <laughs> in, in German, obviously, because that's no, what but Alan is this. So my parents have this thing where they rescue sheep, and it all started at a village fair once, I think. My dad sort of carried a lamb home because everyone was picking it up and trying to guess the weight of it. My mum hated it. So ever since then, like ever since I can remember, we've always had pet sheep. I love that. I really love the fact if you came downstairs and your Shetland pony was in the kitchen <laughs> making a tea, and he looked at you and went, no one will believe you. Because <laughs> they would, no one ever, no one would ever believe it. I know. There's no way. It's actually funny you say that. One of my dear friend's friends has got the horse that led the charge of the light brigade stuffed in his living room. I think he's oh, still yeah. alive. I was like, what? <laughs> a really old horse. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I is love it, that. How big is it? It's like the life-size horse. I'm not sure I feel about that. It's a bit odd, but I thought it was quite funny. I've got a good one, okay? If you are having a conversation with someone and the conversation starts to dry up, do you have any questions that you go to being like... Like quick flight. Yeah, so quick, not questions, but quick, this is like your safety net. No, I think it depends with each person. I'm quite good at finding common grounds really quickly. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> I always think if that ever happens, you just go deep. You always go deep in things. You say, look, you know, oh God, I was thinking about this the other day, you know. I, and then, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise you, you always, really? if, if a conversation ever dries up, always play this test game. I think I've told you about this game where you say, you ask someone what their favorite animal is. You ask what their second favorite animal is. You ask them what they think of when they think of the ocean. Oh, and I you did ask this the, the other day. Yeah, and then you ask them what they think of when they think, so I'll do it to you, Freddie. So your favorite animal is? Um, this is really good. A, a fox. Second favorite animal is uh, some sort of bird, a uh, falcon. Uh, it's interesting already. This is a game. Uh, when you think of the ocean, what do you think of? Um, mystery, also quite scary. Love that. Ooh. What do you think of when you think of the darkness? Uh, opportunity. Oh, interesting. Ooh. So your favorite animal is how you describe yourself. You're a fox. Oh yeah. Yeah, I see that yeah. as well. Second favorite animal is how you perceive your partner. So a falcon. Oh, birds, mate. Love or birds. someone who yeah. you fancy. Someone who you fancy. Someone who you fancy. The uh, ocean is how you perceive love. Mystery, scary. Oh, oh god. And a darkness is how you perceive death. Opportunity. I'm not sure how you got to that. Yeah, I quite like that one. Wait, when I die, life starts again. Yeah, yeah, opportunity. But opportunity is good because it's like, oh, there, there, there's, there's something beyond it. Here we go. What is it? No well, one that's knows. cool, actually. Yeah, yes. that's different. So that's always a conversation start if you ever get lost in it. Okay, right. Uh, so, Verity, now you went on a big night out with Tristan and kissed him. Yeah, but, but you know I didn't remember doing what? that. I do. Freddie told me. Did you see it? It was actually quite a funny. So, Verity and I were like dancing. Okay, fine, we may have been like a little close, but obviously, we were such good mates and stuff like that. Tristan sees this <gasps> from the other side of the dance floor, like the alpha male strides <laughs> in, pushes me out of the way, kachunk, locks, locks on, and uh, yeah. Quite like that. It's beautiful. Quite like that as well. Got, mm. got a bit turned on for the band. But he also went on a date with Emily. Yeah. How did, did that make you feel? I didn't really believe it to begin with. I was just like, oh, they must just be friends. I just thought, because we had such a good connection that it probably wouldn't change what was going on between him and I and he just had to date 
someone else mm. can't just go straight in there with me it's tricky though sometimes when someone starts to date someone else you're like oh god but i like you what's happening here but you don't want to mm. come on too strong because it sounds a bit weird so you kind of go oh it's okay you can go date anyone you want i don't care but i didn't say that i know what did you say <laughs> well you can't if you're gonna date emily i'm also not gonna date you so fair enough up to you hey honey Click it, baby. Mm. There you go. Get those maracas out, Freddie Brown. Um, when talking to Tristan about Emily, uh, were you deliberately putting him <laughs> off? Be honest. You said things like, Emily thinks you're going on a second date with her. <laughs> were you being well, tactical or no? Um, I think maybe a little bit me was being tactical. Because we just Not had a the... very heated conversation, which is unlikely to even get in that in the first place. So, and um. I asked Emily a question, which was something along the lines of like, would you go on a second date with him? And she said, yes. So I took that to Tristan and said, Emily's going to think she'll go on a second date. So it's kind of cheap and kind of not cheap. Kind of twisted. <laughs> <laughs> How wow. bad is that? No, it's not that bad. Listen, yeah, it it's not bad. Hey, listen, it's not bad at all. Well, Tristan decided that he'd like to know you and not date Emily again. Freddie, do you reckon he made the right decision? Uh, yes, 100%, of course. As much as I do love Emily Blackwell, don't get me wrong, but... You love me more. There's no one quite like Verity. <laughs> I can't wait till Tristan and Verity break up, because <laughs> that's the moment I've been waiting for. Um, but you but you fancy him, Verity? Yeah, I do. I really like him. You're so adorable. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know what's great about Verity <laughs> is that she's very honest with it. You know, she, you'll say something to Verity where normally people would try and maybe be mysterious or act coy. Or you say what you think. A lot of people oh, don't. I imagine myself doing Yeah, it. You, you, mm. look, you, you think what you think. And also it's great to say that when I asked you, do you like Tristan? You say, yeah, I do. There's yeah. no bullshit around it. Do people not do that? I don't think so. Really? I think you're an anomaly. Oh. Yeah. But it's a good thing. That, and you have a Shetland pony that drinks tea and a ship called Alan. That's exactly sure. how I am. Uh, well, we can't say what happens next, but things do develop further and there are more bumps in the road. Uh, elsewhere, things were going well between Zara and Sam. Now, they spoke about Zara staying with Sam at his house and he said that she can stay there up to four nights a week. Now, Habs is always staying here. <laughs> how many nights? Oh, she is always at my house. But what's the tipping point where you basically live together? Is it five, six, seven days? Is, do you have to like sign something? Do you have to commit to something? Do they have a drawer in your house? Do they have a cupboard? What is the point where they become actually you're living together almost? It's when you have enough things in the house that you don't ever need to go home. And that's Ooh. when you're living together? Ooh, yeah. That's quite good. Don't need to go back for that because I've got it here. I quite like that. And isn't it sort of like dating? So it goes in stages. So the toothbrush is the first one. Maybe yeah. like leaving like a pair of pants or something. Habs uses my toothbrush. Ha yeah, I was going to say you probably just use the other person's toothbrush. Yeah, she just uses my toothbrush. <laughs> I, I hear, I hear. <laughs> it ain't no vibrator. It's definitely the toothbrush. Yeah. I hear that when she's in the shower in the morning. I bet she didn't even ask you, knowing how no. she picked it off and went for it. No, not at all. She, doesn't, she just picks it up. It doesn't yeah. get it. She's so like that. <laughs> yeah. I still think the funniest thing in the world is when she said to Verity, Verity, do oh you want, God, do want to try this coffee? And Verity was like, yeah. Oh, it's a bit hot. And she goes, oh, it is hot then. She just wanted to make sure, see how hot it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't even know her that well then. <laughs> the third did. time I met her. Uh, now, on the show, also Sam started a joke and didn't finish it. So frustrating when people do that. It's the worst dad joke ever. Sam said, why should you never tell a watch a secret? Zara cut him off because the punchline <gasps> was so awful. Verity and Freddie, can you guess what the punchline is? Wait, say it one more time. Why would you never tell a watch a secret? Mm. Dorset Verity. 
I don't know. <laughs> what yeah. is it already? Um, Why would you never tell a watch? Because um, time, because it, because time always tells. There you go, Freddie Brown. Oh! There you go, Freddie Brown. You're good at these. Well, I want to talk more about Sam and the peacemaking dinner we had, but uh, we have to leave it there for the moment because we have a little break. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, Verity. Huh. I'm so Hug sorry. Me there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're going to talk about it just after the break. Don't worry, we'll be back. Say, Freddie, we'll be back in a second. We'll be back in a second. Welcome back, people. Yeah, Freddie Brown, drop those maracas. <laughs> and pick up a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> what was oh. that? I think it's one of the most horrible things when you see a guy playing a trumpet and he does that spit out the front uh, of it. Oh, <laughs> God. Was that you? Did you just play the trumpet? Did you just play the trumpet? I can see you playing Did the I trumpet. Did I play the trumpet? Yeah, hey, in the marching you- band. <laughs> Before you go in too hard, I used to play for seven years. Did you? Oh, whoops. I, I played the recorder. <laughs> Everyone played the recorder. Sorry. That was quite good. That was good. Welcome back, everybody, to the MIC Drop. My name is Jamie. Here in my home, we have Verity and Freddie. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, now, Zara suggested that Sam, Habs, and I all join her for dinner, a kind of an official peacemaking dinner type thing, uh, which was kind of odd. Yeah, I heard about this. Wow, it was weird. Yeah. Was it strange? Apparently, and Sam found it really awkward. I, I didn't find it that awkward. Oh, Sam found it Sam found awkward. it really awkward. The thing is, with Sam, he found it awkward because I kept making him laugh, and he found that Oh, uh, because he was, like, sort of getting back into the old in. way. Yeah, he, I think he felt like he was giving into it. But we, yeah, I didn't really want to go because I said, has Zara organised this? Or has Sam organised it? I don't want to ambush Sam. I heard Habs organised it. Yeah, I, think Hab, I don't know, someone organised it. I didn't really want to do it just in case Sam felt like he was being ambushed. Mm. Mm. It's mm. weird for him though because like Habs he used to date and his new girlfriend and his like ex-best friend. Yeah, but, I, but I don't think that's that... I don't find that weird. I mean, if I was to go on date now with... Uh, my current girlfriend and my ex-girlfriend her new boyfriend I wouldn't find it that weird oh that's so weird is that weird yeah it's a bit weird but I suppose because why he, he knew everyone so well so like what's if you know everyone so well in that conversation what's awkward about it's it yeah like maybe like him and Habs hadn't established a friendship first so he's thinking I don't know what our relationship is now that's questionable he's questioning your relationship and then he's bringing Zara into this unknown zone maybe you're right but I yeah, maybe uh, now, this week, James and Maeve were concerned that they were becoming isolated as they sat eating pizza <laughs> while watching everyone else f- have fun on their Instagram. Oh, yes. Do we think becoming isolated is something couples need to be aware of? Um, well, there's, there's always that sort of ongoing joke between a group of lads. One of them gets a girlfriend and it's sort of him signing off the next year or so. Yeah. And I think that's such a negative way of looking at it. You should always be supportive yeah. of your mates. I love that. But at the end of the day... Yes, you you are. You're not losing a friend. It's just it's just their time is going to be shared yeah. more with someone else now. Mate, I'm telling you, that's what we, so that's mean. what we were talking about before. I just think that everyone should just be able to do what they want to do and have yeah. like the nicest time in the world. Honestly, like life is so short and so precious, and all these different things. Just go and have the funnest time and not worry so much about. The problem is now is because of social media, we see what everyone else is doing all the time, so mm. we get FOMO and judge and this and that. Yeah. And before, no one saw what anyone else was doing. No one knew anyone else's plans. If you had to make a date with someone, you had to phone them up and hope that they would turn up. Mm. And that was just the beauty of life. Nowadays, everyone's so connected; it's a problem. I think so connected that it it can be very easy to become disconnected. Oh, I think Everyone is more disconnected because we because are. we are so connected. Uh, yeah, Verity, what do you think of them as a couple? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't really studied the couple 
in so much depth, I've sort of stayed away from them since things have happened. Um, but if they're happy, and obviously they are if they're isolating themselves because they just want to be with each other, and then cool, go for it. It does happen though when you come into a relationship, you start to suddenly one day you wake up and go, oh, I haven't seen everyone for a bit. And then you become worried that you're not seeing everyone as much. Mm. And that's a bit of an issue, I think, sometimes. But everyone has that fear. Yeah, well then, as soon as you get that feeling, you do something about it. You change it. You're not oh, stuck there with you someone. There you go, honey. You look forever. so sweet, Verity. <laughs> Stop it. Also on the show, Victoria shared this surprising, embarrassing moment. Check it out. You know what it is? It's when you're on a plane which doesn't have a properly pressurized cabin. I just, I woke up feeling a little dry. <gasps> yeah. That's why you always have to carry a chatouche and wear a mask. Yeah, but I did, I did a lot of those on the way back from Hong Kong. To be honest. Or a warm towel. I bought all those face masks, as yes. you do when you travel to Asia. Yes. And I went to the bathroom and I put the face mask on my face. And then I was like, I've got all this leftover liquid. Like, yes. what should I do with it? So I you decided to liberally lift my top up and put the serum on my chest and other places. And then a Japanese businessman opened the door <laughs> and he saw me. <laughs> There with a the mask on, like like this, putting serum on my chest. You were engaged with your, yes. your upper body. It was really awful. Can you imagine the side of me with a sheet mask on my face? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually quite funny. What is the most embarrassing that's happened to you, Freddie Brown? In life. Oh, I've done some pretty embarrassing stuff. There was this one time I was with a few of my friends and it was this at this big after party that we had. And yeah, it was. You, know, you know the song Pony? Yes. So that, that came on. And for some reason, there was a group of guys and a group of girls. In fact, weren't, weren't you there as well? <laughs> well, as in when we, when we all stripped naked. I don't know. You think that was the most embarrassing moment? No, Freddie Brown. It was really cold, okay? Oh, Freddie Brown, it was not. We had the funnest time together. We just got naked and just walked around. Verity, what is your most embarrassing I moment? I don't know. I really need to think about this and come back with my most embarrassing moments. God, I have funny. a few. Jeez, I remember playing catch in Oxford with a rugby ball and I was catch. told to stop catch. <laughs> and I didn't. Game. Archie Pottinger threw the ball long. I ran. I jumped in the air, caught it, landed on top of an old lady and broke her hip. <laughs> that was bad that's really bad that oh bad. i know what i did once so i was i had a company car at the time i had to go and pick up some fiber because you were lay, like laying cable bloody fiber <laughs> to like to stretch the microwave link so we could like transmit a signal to totally. create a video of course of yeah. course obviously no, no, no. So, speaking my language and honey. this guy yeah, had done a massive favor for us and was fixing the fiber so i was like uh, okay fiber. i'll just i'll Thank leave God. my car here and go and get the fiber Oh, Not yeah, the door to get the river. And all of a sudden, I hear this like big bang and crash, and I look outside. Was it the fiber? I had put my handbrake on the car. Uh, no. And no. my car had literally gone straight into the back of his car. Oh. And I was like, oh no, oh no. Came out and he was like, I literally just sold that car to pick up my brand new one. My grandparents are coming around in a minute and they're so excited. And the grandparents come over, like, oh my gosh, what's happened to the car? We're about to go pick up a new one. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Um, I left my handbrake off. Uh, oh my. And then he way. got the CCTV up and made us all watch my car roll back into the car they're about to sell. Oh my God, that is horrendous. But what happened to the fiber? He didn't fix it. Oh no. Uh, right, everyone, here's a little preview clip from next week's show. Verity, things come to a head between you <laughs> and Emily. Do we have a fight? Let's find out. <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? Good, are you having a good night? Yeah, it's been fun. 
She thought I'd come over to clear the awkward energy in the room. Yeah. I mean, I actually wanted to speak to you as well. I don't want there to be, like, some sort of, like, issue here because it's not even worth it. Has he told you that you're not going on a second date? No. Right. Basically, he said, I don't want to pursue anyone else but you right now. I don't want to pursue or date I anyone I told else. you this. I think he is the one causing the problem now, and I've been thinking about it the past few days. He is obviously just having his cake and eating it. He's telling me one thing and acting as if he doesn't like you to me or isn't that interested in you, and he's doing the same to you. That is what he's doing. Like, it's over. Like, there's a reason why I'm dancing with Tristan tonight and you're not. Oh, my God. Fine, like, whatever. I'm not bothered. I was literally going to tell him today that I didn't want to bother with this stupid f***ing game. So I, I, I don't want to bother with it either. either. No, I it's just don't want to worry. Wowzers. Hey, fisticuffs up. Fisticuffs. <laughs> That's quite good in that fight. You get some fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would hate to fight you. I would. I, we've had a little argument once before, but I would Do just... We? Not an argument, but maybe, maybe a disagreement. Oh, yeah. You had yeah. a disagreement. It's not nice. I don't like... Yeah, but you're just, like, so in denial... Always. ...that you just can't argue with you. You're so stubborn. So stubborn. It's a really bad trait to have. Never be stubborn. Does anyone else quite like Blackwell when she's angry? Freddie Brown, you (laughs) like Blackwell, don't you? You're into Emily Blackwell. (laughs) You are into Emily Blackwell. Right, make sure you watch that Monday nights on E4, and if you've missed any of the series so far, please go on to catch up on all four and watch all of it. Uh, Thank you so much to my lovely guest today, Freddie Brown, Verity. Did you all have fun? Loved it. The uh, best. You guys, guys, you just are the sweet. Listen, go out and live life. Okay. Do it. Thank you, Father. Oh, no worries. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps everyone find out that we exist. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production. Mm-hmm.